What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tulsi Gabbard joins us in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about what's happening in Maui. By the way, thank you so much for what you're doing in Maui. Uh, We've raised three quarters of a million dollars just in the last couple of days for relief in Maui, and boy, do they need it. She's going to try to give us the real scoop on what's going on because I don't think we're getting the truth. Now, somebody somebody else joining us in just a minute who says we're also not getting the truth on the moon landing. I wanted to talk to him. He's the author of, uh, I think it's called Moon Man, uh, and he says we never landed on the moon. Wanted to have him on today because my podcast is the exact opposite opinion from a guy who says I walked on the moon. His name is Charlie Duke. Very credible guy. Moon man. Like to hear it from Bart himself. He joins me in 60 seconds. Good ranchers. Really knocking it out of the park right now. If you know anything about me, you know I love delicious, high-quality meat. Meat, fish, chicken, beef, pork, all of it. It may be harder and harder to get if the World Economic Forum has its way and has its say. We are doing horrible things to our ranchers right now, including telling people that our our grass-fed beef is actually from America when it isn't from America. 85% of it isn't from America. Why are we doing that? Right now, you can go to Good Ranchers and you can get American beef helping out our good ranchers and our good farmers, our good fishermen here in America, and making sure they're taken care of because they take care of us. Also, it's delicious meat, and you can lock in your inflation-proof price of meat for two years. GoodRanchers.com. For two years, the price of meat will not go up on you. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK at $30 off. GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. How do you say this name again? Sorry. It's uh, uh, the author of Moon Man. It's Bart. I believe it's Cybrel. Is that right? Bart? I think Cybrel. Cybrel. I'm so sorry. So, uh, Bart, thank you for joining me. I know you're in the the Philippines today. And I wanted to spend a few minutes uh, because you are the guy who is probably the leading authority on we never went to the moon. So I I wanted to get, you know, the non- straw man arguments here on uh, why do you say we never went to the moon? Well, the first thing that your listeners need to know, this is not a theory. This is a fact that they faked the moon landing. We have a deathbed confession from Cyrus Eugene Akers, who was the chief of security at Cannon Air Force Base. As he was dying, about to meet his maker, he confessed to being a murderer. He said he murdered a co-worker to cover up the moon landing, which was filmed at his base June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 1968. All of this is in my book at sabrell.com, and my <laughs> films cost a million dollars to produce, and they were financed by someone who builds rockets for NASA who knows that they're fake. Now, remember when Tucker Carlson said 
you know, the, the president is saying that he's being spied on by the NSA, and he says that's as absurd as the moon landing being fake. Well, guess what? They ended up being true. And we really have to keep an open mind about this. Today, with NASA's best technology, 50 years of better rockets and computers, the farthest they can send a human into space is one thousandth the distance to the moon. So what they're really claiming is they had a thousand times better space traveling technology in 1969 when all of NASA had one millionth of computing power cell phones. That means technology was better in the past than in the future. If it weren't for people's emotional attachment to this, remember, whoever killed Kennedy, he's dead. Whoever did 9-11, those people are dead. This is different. This is a positive lie, giving people the candy that they wanted. And you're trying to take that away and giving them a plate of manure instead. We have to remember we live in a fallen world run by Lucifer. Right. The number one tactic is lying. What is the greatest accomplishment of mankind? Putting a man on the moon. Okay. And so so a monument to our pride will end up being a memorial to our folly. All All right. So, Bart, we never went to the moon. So all of those missions were all filmed on a soundstage. Well, we know that the first one was filmed at Cannon Air Force Base. You don't tell somebody as you're dying you're a murderer unless it's true and he said well, he killed a co-worker to cover up the moon landing fraud he was going to yeah. blab about it it was filmed at cannon air force base in 1968 we know all you got to do is go to my last name sabrell.com and look at one picture you can yeah. prove the moon landings are fake with one picture shadows intersecting at 90 degrees from objects five feet apart when they should be parallel in sunlight. That's all the proof that you need. You have to understand, Bobby Kennedy Jr., who has more access to the JFK files than Oliver Sound, said, said the CIA killed the President of the United States. No, and then a year Bart. later, we have Robert McNamara saying that they faked the Gulf of Tonkin that led to the death of 58,000 Americans. So I think if they're willing to kill their own president, willing to start the Vietnam War, they're willing to fake an image on the moon. Sure. Um, and, but, and I believe that the CIA is hiding something. I don't know what it is on Kennedy, but I think they were involved. Um, and that was a conspiracy theory for a very long time. But I think that's starting to prove out. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we know we've known forever on the um, on Vietnam uh, because of the Pentagon Papers. You're 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 talking about not a few people involved in something like an assassination. You're talking about thousands of people involved and yeah, but only that, that one guy doesn't have any weight. That argument doesn't have any weight, Glenn. That's like saying what a bank teller and the CEO of Wells Fargo Bank know about the corruption in the bank are identical. Eugene Krantz said he could tell all the computer operators at NASA could tell no difference whatsoever between a simulation and an actual flight. They cannot tell the difference, and they're in the command center. This is actually the easiest thing to fake because there's no independent press coverage. We have to trust the federal government that they're sending us honest pictures. Okay. So, again, I go back to you say we know, which I would dispute, 
because of the one deathbed. I mean, there there was a guy who claimed on his deathbed that he was actually uh, Jesse James. And no historian looks at that and says, oh, yeah, that's absolutely Jesse James. Uh, Jesse James escaped when he was supposedly killed. Nobody, nobody says that. And why would he say it? He said it on his deathbed. So, uh, okay, you, well know. Then, then, uh, you know, the, the main thing, Glenn, very important. I know you believe in God and this is mankind's greatest accomplishment, like the Tower of Babel. Don't defend criminals who are lying to you because it's a pleasant lie. You have to see, if you get my book, Moon Man, at Sabrell.com, we have more than enough evidence to prove, we have more than enough evidence to prove that it was fake. And you cannot, if you can tell me one other time in history where technology was greater in the past and in the future. It's not greater in the past. It is not greater in the past. The the Saturn V rocket was the pinnacle of rockets for its time. We are now building rockets that are returning to the launch pad. So it's not greater. And by the way, going to the moon is a little like a lost art. I don't want to go to the moon in 1969 technology. Do you? I want to use technology today. And they're doing things right now that have never been done before. Let's talk about technology today. Elon Musk has a bigger rocket than the Saturn V, and he says to go to the moon, they're going to need nine fuel trips first. In my book, we find publications by Von Braun that says to go to the rocket, to the moon, and one rocket, it has to weigh 800,000 tons, mathematically irrefutable. The Saturn V weighed only 2,500 tons. So why is it with newer technology, you have to make nine fuel trips first to a space station in order to have enough fuel to go to the moon. But when in 1969 with one million to computing power cell phone, you don't have to do that. So are we, uh, did we, and again, let's forget about the first moon landing. Did we ever go to the moon? No, we know this because the last picture, the picture at Sabrell.com of the shadow intersecting, that was from Apollo 17. Okay. Uh So, so we never went. That's mission to the moon. Once okay. they got away with faking it, it's actually easier to get away with faking it in the future. Okay. And they never went. They cannot go. Why so, is it that today, today, with 50 years better technology, they can only send mannequins to orbit the moon, but somehow we're playing golf and driving cars on so the wait, moon in 1969. So wait, so, we did, so did the space shuttle go to space? Have we ever gone to space? Of course, yeah, you can, you can orbit the Earth, but you cannot leave Earth orbit. One of the clips, and my, my book is interactive, about 16 video clips, which you can see for free at Sabrell.com. I got it, One I got it, Kelly for the Smith, love of God. A, 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 NASA, a NASA engineer saying out of his own mouth, the technology necessary to survive the radiation going to the moon and back has yet to be invented not what he said you can see true not true well not true if it's true where can we see this information (laughs) shut up Stu. shut up bart i thank you very much i i wanted to uh it's on the internet you can find it uh where would it be uh, what what website sabrell.com oh Uh, sabrell.com yeah there you you go and the name of the book is moon man all right bart thank you very much i appreciate it now some of the stuff that he just talked about charlie 
talks about, I asked him about the radiation, and he's like, mm, no. And I said, well, specifically, it's a radiation belt, and we talked about it, and uh, you'll hear that. I mean, you just have to, you know, you got to believe who you're going to believe. I All I know is I am collecting all of the evidence I, as a personal, uh, uh, as a person, as an individual, can collect. Um uh, you know, when I when I talked to Charlie about the, you know, leaving footprints on the moon, um, he reached down and picked up the moon dust. He brought it back because it was all over his suit. He said, your suits, it's uh, clingy. It's like static cling almost to it. And he said, we were trying to brush it off, but that didn't work. He said, but I felt some of it in my hand, my bare hand. And he said, it was almost talcum powder. Uh, he said it was really shocking, uh, and, and just a, a completely different substance. Now, I mean, I guess you could, you could make that up, but, uh, you watch him tell the story, uh, and see which one you believe the guy who said he was on the moon. I mean, one thing, you know, he said, um, Stu, I think the most incredible thing that could ever happen to man and people have described it as a religious experience, is standing on the moon and seeing Earth rise. Would you agree? <laughs> I mean, that would be incredible, yes. It would be incredible. Do you know, uh, Charlie, I said, Charlie, what was it like when you turned around the first time and saw the Earth rise and be where the moon was? He said, well, I never had that experience. I said, why not? He said, because when we were on the moon, uh, the moon is, the earth is like the moon. So it's positioned at different times. He said it was right straight above us. And he said, because of the suits and everything, you, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, go backwards. He said, you'll notice that we're, we're hunched over and almost look like we're falling forward when we're walking. He said, that's because we have to keep our balance with the pack. And he said, the pack is heavier than my body uh on the on the moon and the whole thing he said on the moon i'm 65 pounds he said so it's not hard um to lose your balance and fall over and he said uh so i tried a couple of times to look in he said but my helmet would always block the earth now why would you say that why wouldn't you just say it was incredible I, I, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, uh, let me just check on sabrell.com and see if there's an answer to that. Uh, <laughs> good, sure good, it's here. good, good, good. Mm-hmm. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area. And when you make the switch to Patriot Mobile, you're letting the world know that you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of human life, the Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responders, all of them, Patriot Mobile. They're in your community working hard for the rights that you are trying to fight hard for. 878-PATRIOT, make the switch today and get free activation today if you use the offer code BECK. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. You're gonna get the same dependable coverage and service and you can make a stand for your value. Send a message to these giant corporations. I'm done. I don't need to send my money to you. There's 
a service that will give me the same great coverage. I will save money. And they're fighting with me, not against me. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. 10 seconds. Station ID. It is so frustrating. It is so frustrating when, when people conflate, uh, you know, the, the, the different scandals that is, has happened. That just because there's been scandals and lies doesn't make everything a lie. It should make us skeptical. We should look into everything. But what an enormous lie. What an enormous lie. That doesn't even compare to the Kennedy assassination. The entire world stopped and watched men on the moon. The entire world. It really? It, it took your little book to expose this? Nobody else had any iron in the fire? He also says in his book that he... Uh, he caught a astronaut talking to a CIA agent about uh, his assassination and how he needed to be killed. Well, it's interesting. We could fake the moon landing, but you couldn't kill an author of a book that nobody's ever heard of. That's 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 weird. Well, they may not have heard of the book. They've certainly heard of Sabrell.com, I'll tell you that much. Um, but uh, that's a separate... <laughs> I don't know. I was about to charge him. I was about to charge him. That's the thing that pissed me off more than ever was you're not really having a conversation with me. You're just talking your book. Right. uh, Yeah, that's definitely. Well, and it's it's his incredible website, Sabrell.com. But in addition to that, I think that there's a uh, uh, it's funny that when his number one piece of evidence was was someone who confessed to something on his deathbed. But I mean, like, that's not uh, that's doesn't mean anything right i mean it could be something but it also could not i mean people die of alzheimer's all the time saying all sorts of things that aren't true i mean you know there's no reason to believe one person's confession uh, over all of the mountains of evidence that exist uh, otherwise uh, you know I, again i we've talked about this for a while this sort of stuff is becoming more and more um, believable to people because of all the deception that they that they see in the media and uh, and in the in the from the government and that's that's the real problem here right like it's i don't think that we're going to get to a place where most people believe the moon landing was faked but the but like it is oh, a symptom of a real problem that we have in our society i mean you, you go back right now and you know, people talk all the time about the 2020 election and the, the media is always on 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 the air saying i can't believe that people believe this 2020 election was stolen and you ask look in these same polls and half of democrats believe the 2016 election was stolen by russian operatives breaking into voting machines I mean, I, you know, nobody trusts anything anybody says anymore. And it makes it very difficult to run a civilization when you have that perspective. Yeah, because there are no institutions of trust. Tell me who you trust. Maybe, maybe you trust your church. Maybe. But who else do you trust? Do you trust, you trust the news? You trust, you know, the podcaster to know? You trust me to know? No. I mean, I'm doing the best I can. Stu's, you know, trying every way he can to destroy it, but (laughs) I'm in there fighting for you, but I don't, there's a lot of times that we're like, we're doing the best we can. We think this is the truth, like this Maui situation. I don't know what to believe on the Maui situation. I, what I think happened here is that there, it, there was a very progressive, 
uh, arm of the government in in Maui, in Hawaii. They didn't pay attention. They wanted to be green much more than they wanted to stop fires. They thought that was more important. The the water situation, it looks like the guy who didn't release the water. He's on record basically saying water's more important than humans. It's sacred. Um, you you mm. have then honest mistakes. And then you have, for the first time in my lifetime that I've seen, the National Guard cordon off the area. So... People can't return to their homes. Um, we don't know how many are dead yet. There are rumors of children that died in apartment buildings. I don't know if that's true or not. Why? Because everyone you've trusted, the police, the government, the media, our, our president, Congress, everybody has lied for so long You don't know what the truth is anymore. We're going to try to get a little closer to it. Tulsi Gabbard joins us with the facts that she knows from the ground. Tulsi Gabbard joins us next. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. uh, Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour that we are so thrilled to have a sponsor, Rough Greens. Um, It's time to take your pet experience to the next level. You love that dog. You want him or her to be healthy and happy. That's why you need Rough Greens. I just wanted my dog to eat, Uno, really, honestly. I thought he was healthy, and I just wanted him to eat. And... um, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black came into my office and he was talking to talk to me about rough greens. And he said, just try it with your dog. And I said, my dog won't eat anything. He said, Oh, he'll eat this. I said, no, he won't. So I brought it to my uh, vet and I said, Hey, what's in this stuff? Do you believe this would be good? And he, she said, if he'll eat this, this is great. So put it on the, on the food. He sniffed it and then he wolfed it for the first time. I couldn't get that dog to gain any weight. Now I can't get him to lose weight. He's got my appetite now. It's Uno and Rough Greens. Get your Rough Greens now. The first pack is free. You just pay for shipping. First trial bag at 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code will not be censored for 30 bucks off. Or you can just go to Sabrell.com for free. Thank you so much uh, for everything that you're doing for Maui. Uh, Mentioned this a couple of days ago. We're approaching a million dollars in aid just from this audience. The average donation is about a hundred bucks. And I I just, I I love you. I just love you. Um, Thank you for caring about uh, people's plight, no matter where they are. Um, This is a, this is just a growing into a disturbing story. And I'm not sure exactly what's going on um except at least incompetence seems to be coming uh forward i hope it doesn't get worse than that uh tulsi gabbard is um here this used to be one of her districts that she would you know frequently visit when she was a congresswoman uh tulsi gabbard uh is on uh, reserve duty right now so we can't talk at all about politics and i don't want to get her into trouble so we're just going to talk about the situation because i don't know what's happening 
And I'm hearing all kinds of things. I don't know if those are true or not. I'm just seeing things that I've never seen as a broadcaster uh, before, so I don't know how to answer them. Tulsi, welcome. Hey. And to all of your listeners for uh, for, for all of their support, it, it really means so much to our community there on Maui that is continuing now nine days after this crisis began, uh, really struggling and suffering and, and uh, is having a hard time looking to see what that road towards rebuilding looks like. But your support uh, means the world. Thank you, Tulsi. Uh, so we, we, we're hearing things like homeowners are not allowed to go back. Um, we are nine days after this, and we still have a thousand people missing. Uh, I don't know of a natural disaster in America that has been uh, in such a tight area where this many days after we are still missing a thousand people. Um, we've heard stories that these numbers are being quashed intentionally, uh, that the National Guard has closed this whole area off. I've never seen that before. What's happening? Uh, these are all a lot of questions that, that folks, uh, folks on the ground have and, and uh, are, are very appropriate. It's unfortunate there has been so little communication coming through official channels uh, at a time where you know, the mayor uh, needs to be out there on social media or on TV every single day giving extensive and open update briefs uh, to ver- be, be as completely transparent as possible uh, so that people know what's going on. There's been a vacuum of communication. And as you know, uh, in, in that vacuum, uh, a lot of questions and a lot of fears um, and, and concerns arise. So uh, let, let's just kind of start with, with the first, uh, you know, some of the first questions that you asked there. Uh, this is an unprecedented crisis in, the, in, you know, the last hundred years in our country. Uh, right now, we have first responders out there in uh, on the island of Maui who are from across the country who are helping to support the foremost mission, which is remains recovery. Uh, this wildfire started with a small brush fire that quickly grew out of control because of these 100-mile-an-hour winds. It's suspected that downed electric lines uh, contributed to its spread. But really, the, the word that I have heard best describe this wildfire is it was like a blowtorch. It was an out-of-control wildfire that's, mm. that swept horizontally and very quickly in less than an hour across the historic town of Lahaina, taking down and turning into ash everything uh, in its path. Uh, people have, have explained how these flames sometimes hopped and skipped, uh, which is why you saw boats that were you know, a little bit far off of mm-hmm. land, uh, get completely, uh, completely destroyed. The questions about how is it possible that there are still over a thousand people missing? How is it possible that at last count, they have only identified the remains? Actually, they haven't identified the who, but they have recovered the remains of 111 people. When you think about the quickness of this fire and the destruction just imagine you have a, a you know three or four story boutique hotel there in Lahaina. Uh, this fire comes in and levels that hotel down to the ground. Mm. We don't know how many people were in their hotel rooms. Uh, from what I'm told, 
they're not able to recover records of who might have been in that hotel. And, uh, and, and then you take that example and, and just spread that across the entire town and homes and shops. Front Street and Lahaina had shops lining both sides of the streets. You had restaurants, you have tourists, you have residents, you have service workers. Uh, you know, you have a lot of people in a very small area uh, who, who very sadly perished uh, in a very short period of time. Now, there's, there's a Google spreadsheet that's going around where family members have listed the names of their loved ones uh, as missing. Uh, but this recovery is going, this Remains Recovery Mission is so slow because it requires cadaver dogs to go and find these remains. Uh, unfortunately, the destruction is so great that the human eye is not enough in many of these cases wow. to identify these remains. And so this this process is going to go on, and, and I, I expect the uh, the mayor or the governor will be making an announcement with a time estimate soon. But they've got uh, there are not very many cadaver dogs in the United States of America, trained cadaver dogs. Uh, I've been told that there are 20 on the ground there. They can work for 20 minutes, then they need 20 minutes rest. So they're they're rotating these cadaver dogs uh, so that they can go through uh, and and do their work. But they are not moving from one area to the next until all the remains in that specific area uh, have been uh, identified by these dogs and, so- and then allowing the humans to come in and do that work. It's a very is, slow, slow process. And that's not, sorry, would, I just to finish that, that's not even beginning yeah. the process of the identification of DNA and figuring out, uh, you know, matching these Ooh, remains to yeah. uh, people, correct? So this would put to rest another question that I have had. I've never seen anything where people can't return in to go through their own rubble. They, the insurance adjusters are not allowed to go in and they've blocked everything. So nobody can go back in. That would answer the question on why that's happening is there's too many anything touched too many people. Go ahead. Correct. There's two, there's two main reasons for that is they need to preserve the area for the remains recovery mission to go on undisturbed. Number one, number two, as you can imagine, you know, along with all of the different buildings and houses, uh, there were, you know, two gas stations completely uh, leveled to the ground. Those gas stations had underground fuel, t- uh, fuel tanks. The level of toxicity in this area is, uh, is, is very, very serious. Uh, and so that is another factor that, that uh, local officials are rightly taking into account of coming up with a plan on both for the the near term, you know, okay, well, we've got to make sure that anybody going in there at, at the point where they are able to open it up to families to be able to go back to their homes, which, which needs to happen as soon as possible, if nothing else, but for closure, um, they've got to make sure they've got the protective uh, respirators and, and gear to make sure that they are not, uh, they're, they're not causing a medical crisis in the process. Uh, the the, so, the removal of the toxic, um, you know, this is not just going to be about clearing debris in this case. I've been told in order to remove the toxic elements that have been caused by this fire, they're going to have to dig down, you know, five to ten feet to be able to remove all of that and then figure out where does it go, how do they transport it, and, and, and everything else that follows there. 
All right. So I've only got a couple of minutes. I have a couple more questions left. Um, one of them uh, is about the guy who has just resigned. And I actually feel bad for him because I think he probably thought he was doing the right thing by not turning on the air siren. Because what I read, he said, if I would have turned it on, uh, people would have gone to the top of the mountain because that's what they're trained to do. And they would have gone right into the fire. Do you believe that? Or, or, I mean, I, I don't want to throw this guy underneath the, I don't. the bus. Well, you know Why? what? I, I, I call bullshit on that. And uh, hearing that response Whoa. really pissed me off. It really pissed me off okay. because of, of a couple of reasons. He's the Department of Emergency Management Director. Why did it take him, what is it, eight days for him to show up in front of the media and answer questions? He should have been the first guy out there when this thing happened, answering questions, fielding concerns. It took him eight days to show up at that podium and show his face to the public, number one. Number two, we have a highly sophisticated alarm system across the state of Hawaii because of our proximity to hurricanes and tsunamis and all all sorts of different natural disasters. We know that if it's a tsunami, we get days warning. If there's an earthquake in Japan, they say, hey, tsunami alert, a tsunami may be headed your way. That, that didn't happen, and we're smart enough to know that. These alarm systems are used in the case of any form of natural disaster. A tsunami mm-hmm. alert could have been ruled out immediately because they don't just show up out of nowhere. We will get that notice. That alarm mm-hmm. sounding could have, could have possibly prevented loss of life. So I, I don't buy that. I don't okay. buy that uh, reasoning so- at all. Tell me about the water guy who seems to have some love affair with water being more sacred than people in some of his former statements that that didn't act to turn on the water. And it looks now like it was because of water equity. Is that true? This is a much this is a much longer question, unfortunately, than you have time for it. Maui has a long history of different uh, entities fighting over who owns the water on Maui. And unfortunately, for decades now, people, the people, have been suffering as a result. Uh, So I'm still learning the details of, you know, they say they made the request to use the water for the fire trucks. The state didn't approve it quickly enough. Uh, You know, I I could tell you what I would do in that position. I would have just said, use the water. I'll ask for permission later. But, you know, there's it's a really complex situation. problem that ultimately can be summed up to uh, corporations buying water rights to uh, irrigate plantation fields and local people suffering uh, from drought and lack of water as a result. That's the historical, that's the historical context that we're operating under. This is, uh, this is just a mess. um, And, um, and I wish I wish you and your family all the luck in the world and our love and prayers and our hard-earned money um, are going out to um, everybody who's affected. I, I, I don't know how this ends up, but um, it's really bad well, so far. Good good things I'd will grow from it. I'd love to keep in touch with you, cup in, keep in touch with you and your listeners, and, and just ask you to stand with us for the long haul, even though there has been, and, and we will continue to learn about uh, incompetency and failures and perhaps negligence on the part of, of the government and, and, you know, who knows the electric company, who knows who else is really uh, culpable for yep. things that should have been done but didn't. But ultimately, I just I just ask that your hearts and prayers stay with the people of Maui 
who are, um, you know, who, who need our support in every way as this recovery and rebuild goes on. I want you to know, at least with my audience, um, I'm pretty sure their hearts are with the people of Maui. Um, it's uh, they're they're responding as usual. They're responding in a, in a big way, and we've already sent a a, a gigantic plane load of uh, supplies out. We're on the ground. I think we were one of the first people on the ground, and will be the last to leave. So, Tulsi, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. God Aloha. bless. If you would like to uh, donate, please do at mercuryone.org. That's mercuryone.org. This is going to be a long-running story, and I think it's going to, I think it's going to prove out a lot of the things that we all have been saying about government and business collusion and public-private partnerships. They're not good. All right, let me tell you about Goldline. Um, Goldline is here. They want you to sign up for their free email news uh, letter. I think it's important. You just go to their website and sign up for it. It is full of stories that you're not going to read in the mainstream press or that the mainstream press will downplay. Securing your financial future in this kind of an atmosphere is vital. It is not a joke. Please do your homework and find out if diversifying some of the stuff that you have saved into gold or silver is worthwhile for you in these certain times having that lifeline could be the difference between nothing and something right now for every 50 of the two ounce silver maple flex bars that you purchase now they're giving uh 100 of the one gram silver mind your business bars for free This doesn't apply to IRA orders. Time and time again, Goldline has been the beacon for those who are trying to shore up their uh, stability, financial stability. Goldline, call them now. They're waiting for your call at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Just ask them for information, no obligation, or go to goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What did you think of uh, Tulsi Gabbard and, and her point of view, Stu? It was a really interesting. She turned me around. Yeah, really interesting interview because I kind of felt the same way you did on a couple of different questions. That why mm-hmm. is it taking so long for us to find out uh, about these bodies? She explained that incredibly well. Like I, I yeah. now kind of buy it. Yeah, and I buy it, and I not only buy that, I now understand why nobody's let back in, why the National Guard has closed it down. That makes total sense now. Yeah, Get that was that. really thorough, uh, excellent explanation of that. And, and and the other side, I was sort of giving them a, maybe a little bit of a break on the air sirens, the morning sirens, because of their Me excuses. Too. And she explained uh, in colorful language that that was uh, not, not true. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know tell. if that made it. No, we, I don't we, know if it made it. We bleeped, to the air. You bleeped yes. it out. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? That's the kind of uh, swearing that actually uh, should be allowed, I think, because it it was genuine. That showed her raw emotion on that. I mean, it, it was uh, it's passion. Yeah, it it was clear. It was really clear how she felt. Uh, and I'm anxious to have her on again. Again, if you'd like to help. All you have to do is just go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org. 
we are getting ready to send our next plane load of uh, supplies. Please help us out. Help them stand with Maui. The Glenn Beck Program.